KOW. Hey Dima, Alexander from KOW. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great to hear you. Good, good to have you. Are you are you in Petersburg back? Yeah, you know, I just returned almost four months out of any town. <laughs> I was just inside the village. Mm. Yeah, but there was many friends around, so really important time, I would say. Yeah. I want to play your little music. Listen. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. So, you remember what that is? One night in a white, one night in a social network that you did in 2019, right? Right, right. Yeah, almost one year ago. So, almost, but a little bit more than one year ago. <laughs> we wanted to talk about it because it's it made sense last year. It also made sense this year because it's a an opera farce, uh, uh, quite. Uh, humor, uh, video with humor about the mechanics of social media, I guess. Yes, yes. And, but <laughs> specifically the, the political mechanics, no? Yeah. I mean, maybe I should just I should quickly de quickly describe what we see. So there's a there's a table, yeah, uh, a great table on the one side. There's a let's say an individual sitting um, and rolling towards him the different images that come from a bigger roll and behind this roll uh, like in old industries uh, four persons are pushing the wheel um, and they are the emojis of that we know from Facebook no? <laughs> yes. so it's kind of the algorithmic emotions that drive the wheel and and bring the images and news to the person who is reading them. Yeah, but you forgot about the troll who is under the table. Yeah, so who's under the table? <laughs> yeah, it's Russian troll. <laughs> he actually reviewed himself, also manipulating both images and the user. Yeah. Yeah, so is, yeah. is is he a kind of artist figure or what is that figure? He's oh, it's Russian troll. Everybody knows Russian trolls. But he's also the narrator of the story, no? Yeah, but at the same time, all his songs uh, are, are openly reveal that he's a troll, he didn't hide it. A little bit complain about his fate that everyone hates him, but at the same time, he's kind of innocent guy. No, actually, this figure was very much important because you know, all over the world, even now, Russia permanently blamed or 
doing some dirty things or intruding into election or sparkling Black Lives Matters, right? <laughs> All that kind of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really true. Of course, Russia has certain kind of influence, but at the same time, looking from inside, it's a little bit overestimated. That's why the character is so not really serious. But at the same time, speaking very important things. And I think the most serious uh, issue as, as the video unfolds is the story of an uh, important person that was declared dead and, and came back. So maybe you can, because that's that's the crucial yeah, political but, story. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but that was also kind of very uh, symbolic provocation. And also was kind of a, exactly a farce mm-hmm. because the guy was really announced that he was assassinated by someone and because he was criticizing Russia. He was a super prominent Russian journalist. He used to be. And then, of course, everyone blamed Russia and everyone blamed directly even Putin. But it's exactly the story of one night because he resurrected next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the afternoon he was at press conference claiming that it was staged. So yeah, and this story really because at this short period of time it was like you see in the film it was a lot of news coverage from CNN to whoever. It was really headline news next morning on all newspapers all over the world. And then when he <laughs> resurrected, everyone was really perplexed. What was that? Did one really need to make such kind of jokes to reveal this plot behind it? And actually also investigation of this case was very dubious. So no one really even believed in that version which was proposed by uh, him and by Ukrainian um, secret services. So, yeah, it's quite serious things, but at the same time, as an artist, we always try to generalize, because, you know, we Mm. often see similar outbursts of emotions, and then you expect something historical event, because it was also a lot of comments on his death. We also collect them on Facebook and actually a lot what Emerge speaks in the film. It actually comes from that uh, text who commemorate him and remember his life and his deeds and everything. But quite similar things happen actually when Notre Dame was on fire. Mm-hmm. Some people said that the end of Western civilization, that the church is completely ruined, cannot be restored, and blah, blah, blah. And finally, you see that things, it's not really the truth, so things are a little bit different. So, and I think it also belongs to that social media reaction when you overheat it completely, you know, you have to immediately watch something incredibly huge and so on. And from your from your yeah. perspective within Russia, so the role of of social media 
Um, how important is it with regard to the propaganda on the one hand, but then also for the creation of publics? Yeah, like get information around, uh, debate, negotiate. How is that balance between you, 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 you don't know what's going on and you cannot trust it, or can you use it as a platform? You know, social media in Russia, yeah, it's completely toxic and also very disbalanced in many ways. Actually, it's, we need quite a long lecture because actually what people think about Facebook or the role of Facebook internationally in Russia, it's actually very narrow public sphere of mostly kind of opposition and critique. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting because, you know, we have another social network like in China, in contact, which may be 10 times bigger, larger than Facebook. You know, that's... Oh, 10 times. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Facebook in Russia, it's really play a special role, but it, at the same time, I don't want to lecture so much about it, but at the same time, I mean, right now, it's really hard to say because I'm not so experienced with US or German. I think it's more or less similar. It's a lot of uh, sometimes prominent voices, sometimes completely kind of whatever we call post-truth or fake news. So you have to be really careful with the sources. Like right now with coronavirus, you know, I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Even quite reliable sources because they're absolutely contradictory and also the way how it works. You hear something which sounds legitimate and quite solid truth, but then in a few minutes you get some opinion like mm, that it's not true. So yeah. like, you know, with the mask, you know. Well, let's... <laughs> At the beginning, so many people say masks are useless. Then the government decides to use masks and then people don't use masks. Other people use masks and then blame each other why you don't use and so on. So this is quite a typical situation. And can you uh, explain in how far this uh, opera farce is related to the other song plays that we have done over years? And I, my feeling is it's a, it's a kind of grotesque approach to complex or complicated, ambiguous political historical issues. And, and that the opera play, play somehow allows you to take a different artistic angle on it. Developed. So for us it was also quite interesting to return because at a certain moment we stopped to do that kind of songspiels or operas. Uh, they're quite different even in musical approach. I would say like we never use that kind of songs like in this piece. But at the same time there is something similar and I would simply call it also that kind of Brechtian Brechtian estrangement, which you create so comic effects, so kind of replicating media stamps and so on. So yeah, we always 
walk in this direction, trying to reveal that kind of uh, uh, that straightforwardness of the media, and at the same time, so that repetition, you understand that it's something else, or at least you have to take position and try to develop certain possibilities to read these messages. Mm-hmm. It's like a way to complain while keeping a smile. Yes, yes, well said. Yeah. And the uh, uh, act- actors that we see, yeah, um, are they part of the people you're working with in Saint Petersburg? Because as a collective, you kind of expand practice with various people from time to time yeah you're absolutely right because actually uh, none of them professional actor but at the same time it's people who are close to us so some of them are graduates from our school whom we know very well because we spent one year together or even more mm. or that Akardian is so he's very old friend and composer also. Yeah, composer is a very professional lady, so she's really amazing, I think. And yeah, so for us it's very important to collaborate and actually not to exactly to score everything what they will do, like with professional act, but to do it in a more participatory way, so they have their own look their own approach and we mediate and develop it together so yeah it's a lot about that kind of relations which i think bring different quality mm. compared if you just work with professional actor so you develop the work together how many people altogether were involved in the development uh, in the plot i think it was mostly olga and me Then, of course, we have a very important role of our choreographer, Nina Gastiva. And, yeah, it was mostly three of us, I would say. And then, of course, when we start to rehearse, comes the whole kind of crew, all people who participated. Yeah. Mm. So, and now this video is out in the world. Um, it's... You would certainly prefer to see it as an installation, and I guess you can imagine it to 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 frame it uh, with sculptural works, etc. But during these times right now, it's a work that doesn't work so bad on social media, for example. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean do we prefer to? Or we still keep dreaming of doing it like installation? Well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, right now we in a very special position, but not we, I mean, we as a kind of whole art world, <laughs> how we proceed. And actually, it also marked a big question mark. Uh, looking back to our previous work, what is important to show, how ecology of installation. So mm. I'm absolutely into that issues. Of course, as an artist, we enjoy doing exhibitions, doing installations. Here we have a lot of materials which we'd like to bring together. 
by installing them and yeah hope one day it will be realized <laughs> and it's pretty ambitious yeah and, and, and you guys all together have a, a very social practice so I guess the last month must have been difficult not being able to just exchange with people which is the core of your work typically no yeah you know it's completely developed another sensibility because on one hand you are isolated on the other hand you are in kind of a panic because you have to really reconstruct everything you and you have no idea how to do it but at the same time you see all that your friends and the kind of a screen and what, what you can do i mean mm. i'm still kind of <laughs> believe like on old schools that are very much about the personal encounter especially when people like us who work a lot with performance who actually very much problematize the body mm -hmm. because it's not just the voice it's not just appearance it's about body how body emotionally react and, and I think that yeah it's really a big big trauma mm -hmm. I think we are all kind of post-traumatic situation we don't know how it comes <laughs> how it will turn out well keep keep the spirit up though this will not uh, last forever no 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 but it will not last forever but everything changed you know <laughs> maybe not everything but yeah for me it's still too too early to comment actually since month i feel quite silenced and I don't feel ready yet to have any, you know, any smart comment on anything. It's still too too fresh for me. Yeah, I agree. I'm also was not so learning a lot, mm. but at the same time, I guess our current project, which we open open in one week, that will be our kind of first quite straightforward reaction to the situation so what uh, it's called in limbo <laughs> and that kind of situation in limbo also very interesting to problematize so we can actually put the link to the new project in in that kow newsletter we want to send out including our little conversation absolutely absolutely yeah. and Maybe let's say thank you for now. Oh, thank you. It was really pleasure. I and, love uh, Yeah, let's call back soon. Okay, Dima? Yeah. And have okay. fun next week. Yeah. Ciao, yeah? ciao, Bye bye. bye.